Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Real Talk with Lady Gwen and I know I'm supposed to be dropping as many podcasts as possible, but um you know I I don't really live up to that expectation because sometimes you find yourself, you know, like encumbered, sometimes you find yourself like consumed in the storms of life, in the travel that life tends to bring our way. So, but all the same, I'm thankful to God I'm here. I rather this moment. Let's just enjoy every bit of this moment. Okay, let's live the moment. So, real talk is all about um, you know, looking at issues that has to do with mature singles, probably you're between the ages of 38 to 60 and you like to give love a chance again you like to understand what it means you know to um you know to be single again or to go through some process that helps you to understand singlehood as a mature man or woman so this is um you know a platform that really really accommodates those of different status or gender at the same time so i just hope that you would find this platform or this podcast such a blessing to you okay such a blessing to you once again welcome to real talk and i will be right back so welcome back yes i like to tag today's episode well i wasn't really too sure what to call it are you desperate why did you do it but hey in all of it i'm just going to call it probably let's see why did you do it do what you're going to find out shortly okay so um i need to let you know that some time ago i i think about uh, 2019 or 2020 between 2019 and 2020 I was kidnapped okay I was kidnapped in Nigeria in Lagos State twice and the first time it's a long story so I'm going to just make a brief in that area and the first time it was me just trying to do what people call um, mising kind of person or i was trying to be prudent let me put it that way to say okay you know throughout the week i had been uh using the private uh form of transportation talking about uber all the throughout the week so i decided you know what i'm a big girl so i can i'm old enough to be careful so I could just take public transport but unfortunately like the bus was filled to the brain and everybody on in that bus were all in one gang were all a gang and they took me um to cut long story short you know they they forced me to uh, disclose my ATM, you know, pin and all. So they, they carted away all my money, cleaned me out. 
all my accounts were all cleaned out and I was shattered. I felt really, really bad. And the second time it happened, I was so devastated. Now, what all of this did for me was, so I had PTSD, you know, like post syndrome of some sort of great fear. And I was so traumatized. I was so traumatized in the sense that even even I get to the bus stop, you know, because I don't have a car. I get to the bus stop and I'm waiting for hours just scrutinizing vehicles, you know. Or sometimes I go, uh, for some of you or if you know Lagos State very well, there is the BRT. I get to the bus stop and I'm wondering, okay, is this safe? So my alertness, my consciousness you know, went from zero to like 150. So having said all of that, so I traveled to Ibadan recently and um, okay, I don't know which year you're going to be listening to this podcast, but this recently I'm talking about happened to be in 2020, sometime in May, you know, I'm right here in the city of Ibadan. And Ibadan is in Lagos, I mean, is in um, Nigeria, anyway, southwest part of Nigeria. And so I went out to this mall and um, I went there shopping, you know, bought some drinks, bought some noodles, some, some other goodies, you know. And before getting there, yeah. I met this guy at the filling station because there was this ATM right at that filling station and I had to withdraw some money and as I was leaving I saw this guy in a car and he was admiring me. Uh, It wasn't my spec at all because he was staring complexion and he just really didn't look like the kind of man I would like and then it was there in complexion in my heart I was like oh this guy he must be bleaching you know I didn't really get you know some some good look at him so but all the same you know I was walking off he was talking to me I like you and I was like thank you but I walked off so he said but why are you walking where are you going I said the mall right there And he said, but it's sunny. I said, well, a bit of sun won't kill. So he was still talking to me. I walked off and I walked on. And I got into the mall, maybe like 30 minutes later, I came out of the mall. I was standing at the bus stop and there came this guy, you know, just right there. His car stopped and I looked, it was him. And even before he could tell me, okay, hopping, I was already gone in for the door. But then I noticed that the door, he was having a bit of challenge opening the door because I, I didn't know why. So finally, he was banging the door from inside. The glasses were tinted. Um, you know, it, it looked like he was using his... AC and so I thought and that was it anyway so I got in finally right beside him 
in the driver he was driving and i used you know i stylishly look behind and i noticed you know the car was empty but as we were driving he he started conversation it was like i was really hoping to see you and i'm so glad i saw you i had to go turn you know and i was wondering where is the mall you talked about or you mentioned so i just laughed and you know all my sensitivity came to me right there because right like we we just driving like a minute from where he picked me and i looked at the uh, door the handle the handle to the door was all gone and at that moment i became you know really unsettled because that's how some of those people the, the second um the second vehicle the uh, or the people who took me the second time or should i say who kidnapped me the second time i noticed that the handle of the back seat was off you know and there was a child lock i couldn't wind down i couldn't open i mean there was even nothing there was no handle for me to even open the door not to even talk about if there was child lock but then the the screen i mean the uh the window i was unable to wind down so the moment i noticed that you know the the door the handle that should open the door was off i was all like oh my god what in the world did you get yourself into what is wrong with you and you know i began to to get really 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 hypersensitive and then i was looking all the glasses were tinted except for the um, windscreen you know the front house screen i hope i got it right the windscreen so and then i was thinking okay will he buy off the route to my house so if you know ibada very well you know i live around uh jericho where you have uh golden tulip all things church you know that's like where i live and then if you got to drive i was just praying lord please let him not buy off so he was you know if you got to also start small chitter chat and we began to chat and you know what do you do i was wondering should i tell him what i do then i told him oh i'm a media practitioner and you know we began to drive and and then i said oh this handle why is it that you know it's off can't you fix it so he said oh when he got the car the spare parts were really really scarce and in fact it sent his mechanic you know to lagos and blah 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 and all the rest but sincerely speaking the handle to that door didn't look like something that um got spoiled like a week or two no it was looking like it's been spoiled like forever so i was wondering why didn't he ever you know fix it 
So when we got to my house, it was looking around the area. Apparently, it wasn't used to that environment. And then it was looking like, oh, this is a lovely environment. This is a beautiful environment. And then I was like, haven't you ever been to this area before? He said, no. And I was like, aren't you based in Ibadan? Don't you know this environment? And he said, yes, he's based in Ibadan. eh? He's an engineer, blah, blah, blah. And... Anyway, I didn't really want to do anymore. So he he I said, Well, thank you very much. I like to get down. Could you please open the door? He said, No, 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 I'm still talking to you. Ah, uh, calm down now. You know, so I I was like, I need to go, I need to start cooking, you know, really pretty soon because later in the day I'm going to have to join my church service so he said don't worry you you leave very soon so he was still starting i mean it was still you know continuing with the the conversation and then he said let me have your number i gave him my number there was a number you know that wasn't common and then he he noticed that the number wasn't ringing and so i i was forced you know to give him my everyday number so i said no wala you know like no problem i gave him the number and then i said please open your door help me to open your door and he said wait i'm still talking to you and he took the number dialed it and then i still repeated myself for the third time and he was like okay wait now i like to see you later can i come pick you up later today and i said no i'm going to church maybe tomorrow or next tomorrow he said tomorrow is going to be traveling and be back over the weekend i said well don't worry there is a likelihood i'm still going to be in town so and i still said could you please open the door i need to go time is not my friend i said it you know like nicely and you know with a bit of smile and with coolness and he said don't worry come down you have nothing to fear and you know in the long run he opened the door he had to lean over you know to open the door and then he opened the door and i got out he sent me chat message and said his name was mike and um but i never connected but this is what i said to myself i think or oh, there are lessons to be learned here um he, he might not he, he might not have had been um a bad person but i got this bad feeling you know about all of what transpired and I just made up my mind. Number one, you can't keep me against my wish. Even if it's highly subtle, you know, it's not right. The moment I said I wanted to go, maybe the second time, he should have leaned over and to open the door. But he didn't do that. It, it meant that, you know, if I had gone out with him in the evening, I would have been at his mercy. I would have been left, you know, to for him to do whatever he wanted to do. 
and this is a total stranger and i was saying to myself you you are a broadcaster you say these things to people it's happened to you more than once and here you are yes the commercial vehicles you know um where the instances had 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 you know those horrible events but it doesn't really matter you know with all of that yet you still got into someone whom you don't even know you got into their ride that was totally wrong and it was all tinted you got in what if he had you know uh died off the road or your track or your route and he drove you off somewhere or he gave a reason why he should you guys should probably go somewhere or something anyway yes i know i was a lot you know i was ready to to you know like take off the staring and you know just kill us both because i couldn't imagine that happening to me for the third time in my life and it was just one person in this case not two three four five six just one person so i felt i would fight for myself this time around so but all the same it was something that got me thinking first of all why did i get into the car i think i got into the car because i got so lazy i was looking for a free ride now ladies ladies most especially the years where we um get free rides those years are gone the years that you know you're standing by the road a nice man handsome looking well dressed you know drop drop by in his car and say hey young lady hello pretty lady where are you going to can i give you a ride those days are gone those days are gone you need to know that so this is a lesson for me as well so that's number one. number two. the times that you know you you could be standing by the roadside and a dashing dapper looking handsome guy stop over or pulls over and he wants to get to all your credential he wants to get to know you and he's saying hop, hopping those years are gone and you know back in those days you have such men who might even end up being your husband or proposing or getting into a serious relationship with you those years are gone that's number two number three i i asked myself was i desperate was i desperate to meet a man you know because i didn't have a boyfriend you know and there i i am getting into my 50s so it's sometimes you know feel very very nice when you have men you know coming into your life taking you out for a date or having someone to chat with and all of that someone to scrutinize is this the guy will they fit the bill and all of that those 
uh, times where you can throw caution into the air and, you know, just allow things to be, those days are gone. So I still asked myself, was I desperate to meet someone new and, you know, probably a potential? But the answer was no, I wasn't desperate. All I wanted was a ride. So number four or five is please and please, whether you're a man or you're a woman, please do not be desperate to get into relationships or to know or to meet people. You need to really, really be careful. I need to be careful. You know, that's the market. That's what we found ourselves in. That's the way the market is right now. It's a tough terrain and it's terrible. And I just pray, you know, that for every woman or man that is believing God for a life partner, God is going to bring someone who will love you, who will be your speck. That person will come your way without you having any fear or atom of fear so i wasn't desperate no i just wanted a ride i thought okay because i'd seen him earlier on um it's kind of like safe but i i really became highly agitated so agitated and and traumatized and i began to really think is this the same person i would have maybe uh, a night out with I can't even open the door he has to open the door for me or he has to make a decision to open the door safety is is really um, something that we all need to take take really 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 caution we really need to take a lot of caution especially those of us who are seeing potential husbands or potential wives, you know, all around us. We really need to take care. All right. So this is where I'm going to wrap it up. Oh, my God. I normally like to do short um, audio files, but this one, I needed to do all of this. So thank you very much. Stay alive while you're positioning yourself to be found as a woman and while you're also searching for a woman of your dream as a man and I pray God is going to lead every one of us to our place of rest Shalom thank you very much for listening and God bless you if you have any question or any uh, thing you like to contribute please feel free send me an email to dotesgwine at gmail.com. Dorches is spelled D-U-C-H-E-S-S-G-W-E-N at gmail.com. Thank you very much and do have yourself a good night. Rest. God bless you.